welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today we're joined by Liz from Scotland, who takes LDM for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining us today, Liz. Good morning. So could you tell us how long ago was it when you were diagnosed with MS? Um, I had a late diagnosis. Um, I've known that I've had um, um, MS since I was about a child, really. But um, even though I said to the doctors that I've got MS, I was poo-hooed, basically. Um, so my diagnosis didn't come to a really bad relapse when I was um, about 52. Um, and then I was diagnosed as um, secondary progressive by that time because obviously I'd gone through all the relapses remitting on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I was not offered any um, DMDs at all. Um, I... Um, it was a bad re- relapse at that time, and uh, I mean I couldn't walk or anything. Um, and but I gradually got over it, and, and um, I was left walking with a stick. And then about five years later, I lost my daughter, and that caused me to be really. Um, uh, it really set me back quite a lot, and I, I've got an awful lot of pain with it and everything else. And I couldn't find anything. They gave me gabapentin. They gave me. Um, like um, antidepressant things for some reason, um, all sorts of things like that, and nothing absolutely touched it at all. And then somebody recommended I try LDM, which was about um, eight or nine years ago, and or probably eight years ago. And um, so I started on 0.5 milliliters. I was, I, was, I was advised to start low because I had restless leg syndrome. And um, so I started on 0.5, and within three days, I had control of my bladder for the first time in years, and I was absolutely shocked because I had no idea. Take, I mean, I took it for the pain. I had no idea that it would actually help my bladder. And if that's all it had done, I would have been stuck on it for life anyway. <laughs> but it was, it was so fantastic because, you know, this, you know, being incontinent is such an awful, awful thing. I mean, you couldn't go nowhere. You know, you've always got to be somewhere near a toilet or something. You know, it's, it's dreadful. And, um, but, you know, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, and that stayed, and I used to get, um, uh, uh, you know, um, bladder infections all the time. Usually, regularly, about once a month, I used to get really bad bladder infections. And touch wood, since, since I've been on LDN, I've had no bladder infections either. And then gradually over the sort of... Um, the next month or so, I would say, at, um, you know, my restless legs um, disappeared, my spasms, the spasticity, the pain really, really diminished. I, I mean, I still get occasional pain, but nothing like the scale it was before. I mean, it has been a real lifesaver for me, I have to say. Wow. So with your MS, did you have any issues cognitively? No. No? Um, well, probably my partner would say differently, but I don't feel that I have. 
I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not good with remembering things. Um, I'm, I'm good at remembering numbers, but I'm no good, I'm, my, um, whereas I used to be good for, um, my sense of direction used to be quite good years ago, but I have really very little sense of direction now. Um, the kids laugh at me when I take them out in the car, you know, because um, half the time I just keep going wrong, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also I don't really remember people's names and that or faces that well either, which is a bit embarrassing sometimes. But other than that, I would say I'm okay. I know that I have got lesions on my brain, um, but I haven't had an MRI for so long that I don't know how it is now. But the, since taking it, um, LDN, I have had one MRI since I started taking LTN for, uh, for my own purposes. Um, and um, the MRI showed no new lesions and one diminished one. So I was really happy about that. Wow, that's amazing. So when did you just, yeah. how many years ago was it you started LDN? About eight years ago. About eight and years. I start, yeah, I, take, I, I find if I go over three and a half millilitres, then I get some symptoms return. I get some spasticity and some um, of the restless leg comes back. So I stick at three and a half and I find that suits me best. Mm. Uh, and that's the thing. that So many people think that 4.5 is the dose everybody should aim for and be on, but it isn't. It's very individual. Like you were saying, 3.5 suits you best. So that is the, right. do- that is the dose for you, isn't it? That's right, and I've had another friend who only ever went up to 1.5, and, she, and that worked for her, and she thought, well, I don't want to change it because it's working for me. Mm. Um, and I, I agree, I mean, why change it if it works? Exactly. Because um, my, you... my partner actually takes it for um, um, arthritis, and he, he sticks about, I think he's about three, he doesn't really measure it that well, but it's, it's definitely, um, you know, two to three millilitres, it's not more than that. Mm-hmm. And he finds it helps him, and he just stays at that dose. That's good. Do either you and your partner notice that LDN helps improve mood? Yeah, I noticed that when I first started it. I mean, obviously you get used to it, but I, I, I and, um, definitely... I mean, I've never been a person that's been depressed, even, you know... I mean, obviously I went through it when, when my daughter was killed... Um, I went through a patch then, but I mean, other than that, I'm, I'm really quite a positive person. But um, I did notice that I was, I felt good, you know, when I woke up in the morning. You know, even if I'd had a bad night's sleep, I woke up feeling good. And I still do, to, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. That's, that's good. So, your restless legs, now you've found the dose that suits you, is that an issue? Are they fine now? No, but, I mean, occasionally they'll play up, but it's, I mean, it used to be all the time. Um, my partner, even, we've got a, we had a settee that we used to sit, both sat on watching the TV, um, but my partner cut it in half because he couldn't bear me <laughs> keep, keep moving about. So, but it's, I'm not as bad now. I do get it occasionally, but nothing like it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably if I get, overtired probably then um it, if i've done too much during the course of the day then that's when it will um i'll get it but but nothing like it was before mm-hmm. 
So how old were you, do you think, when you first started having symptoms, even though they didn't know it was MS, or you didn't know even? Um, literally from a child. Um, I always fell over a lot. I always had problems with balance. Uh, even when I was diagnosed, as I said, 50-something, the, 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 um, the consultant that did finally diagnose me said that he felt that I'd had it since at least 18 but I know that I had it before then. I know from, I um, mean, even my friend said at the time, you know, well, later as I've, you know, gone back to school reunions and have said about it, um, you know, the, the fact that I was, I fell over constantly, you know, it was, and always had, I mean, my mum put it down to growing pains, but it wasn't, you know, it, it couldn't have gone on for that long, you know, so, mm. um, yeah. Um, uh, but, I, for relapsing, I used to relapse probably only, at the start, probably only about every five years, and then it went to about every two years. I, I've, been, I've been lucky in that I haven't been, you know, when I relapsed, I didn't have major symptoms afterwards. It, it sort of, the only thing that really affected me afterwards was the balance. So, um, you know, I've been pretty lucky, really. After I had um, a daughter... I did find a few problems, but they, again, they went away again, so, yeah. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, I can track my MS back to when I was 13. I had glandular fever, and that was the start oh, right. of everything that triggered that. But as a child, was there anything major in your life that could have been a trigger, do you think? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. I mean, I had a, I was hit by a car when I was about six, but I mean, not dramatically so. I mean, it caused me nothing, you know, nothing major. Um, I do think I've got, I've had Epstein Barr. I mean, they're on about that at the moment, and I, yeah. I did suffer with, um, um, you know, that virus to a certain extent. Not. Um, not on my mouth, you know, as they say, you know, like cold sores and things like that, but I did have, I know that I had had that. And then when my daughter was born, um, she had horrendous, um, like verrucas, which I know is the same, um, you know, the part of the same um, virus, isn't it? The verrucas, I think, is part of the same Epstein virus. Um, so I think I've possibly passed it on to her as well. I mean, she didn't die from that. She was killed, but um, it was... Um, so, I, I, I mean, they're finding... I mean, there's research at the moment about this, but um, but then 80% of people have Epstein-Barr, so it doesn't affect everyone. How, why does it Why does it affect some? Exactly. Well, that's what I had, but we used to call it, in those days, glandular fever, which is the Epstein-Barr virus. And you'll be surprised oh, right. at the number of people who have had glandular fever or slash, call it Epstein-Barr virus, and MS. It's very, very common. Yeah. So maybe, you know, that I, might be... I don't be remember having glandular fever, but maybe I did. I honestly don't remember. No, but that's what they call Epstein-Barr. So if you had Epstein-Barr... Years ago, that was called glandular fever. Oh, uh, right. No, I, I understood it to be Epstein-Barr, to be the virus that causes, like, 
um, cold sores and things like that. Well, I, I understand that's all part of the same virus. It's the, her- yeah, no, it's the herpes virus that causes cold it's, sores. Yeah, I know, but I thought that was part of the same um, virus. Is it not? Am I wrong on I that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, it's very interesting how many people have the Epstein-Barr virus and MS. So when you were six and got hit by a car, even though it wasn't a major thing, mm. it would have still been uh, an impact on your young body. So, yeah, it, it, so. it's, um, I mean, trauma and stress, like you were saying when you, your daughter died there, that is a major upset to your body isn't it you know oh, yeah it, it, it definitely is, yeah, yeah. It, it's like hitting a brick wall isn't it you, yeah <laughs> I, mean, I went totally i mean i went back into being in a wheelchair at that point i mean I, I i still have to use a wheelchair outside but i mean inside i can walk again now but i mean i, I mean i literally um went really um way back but i mean it was so so dramatic because also i then had to have a fight to get my grandchildren as well which was um you know to get um guardianship for my grandchildren um so that was like a court battle as well at the same time it was mm. pretty nasty you know? yes so, well i can imagine very nasty yeah i mean very very stressful traumatic call it what you will um it's not good for somebody with ms to have to go through all of that so um i'm sorry to hear that so life is stable now for you is it yeah i mean i would say that i would over the eight years i've gone on out here and i've remained stable it's not improved but i've definitely improved because i haven't got a lot of the symptoms now that i had previously so yeah definitely good so if you had to go back and think of what your life was like before starting ldn if you had to rate your quality of life on a score of one to ten what do you think it would have been? Um, probably about four, to be honest, because of the pain. The pain was the hardest thing to take because um, the pain and the obviously the incontinence. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. And I would say that I'm probably about an eight now. So, well, yeah. That's good. What sort of pain were you experiencing, Liz? Um, it was most of my symptoms have always been from the waist down. Yes. And um, this was um, it was like having white hot daggers shoot shoot pushed up your legs. I mean, it was so awful. I mean, it it it, it was deliberate. You know, it, it stopped you from doing things. It was mm. so hard to 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 bear. I mean, when you're in pain like that most of the time, it's really really hard. Yes. Um, to function. Yeah. yeah. So was it similar to like having electric shocks going down your legs? Not really. I've had no. that in my brain when you get like an electric shock trigger. No, it was more like, you know, someone was... When I first, when I first noticed heavier symptoms before I had my last relapse, I had like, it felt as if I was always walking on gravel. Yes. You know, all the time I was walking on gravel, yeah. and that sort of continues and just got worse and worse. Mm. And then it was like, um, as I say, it was like somebody pushing knives up through my legs. Sometimes it felt as if my legs, my, my bones were breaking. Um, oh. It was horrible. Mm. Yeah, really nasty. 
Um, another thing I've noticed with LDN actually, because I always used to be plagued with um, Raynards when you know my, my fingers would go white. Whereas I've had it, I think I've had it once since I've been on LDN, no more. Whereas I used to get it all the time. Mm. And also chillblains, I used to be plagued with chillblains and touchwood since I've had. Uh, been on the LD and I've had no chillblains, so I think it must help with the circulation to a certain extent. Yes, definitely. I mean, we've got lots of members that take LDN for Raynard's disease who find that it helps. Um, yeah. And it's amazing that you've not really experienced that much in the eight years with the white fingers. Yeah, yeah, That's I know. very it's good. Brilliant. Yes. Well. Yeah. Uh, and the only side effects I had with the LDM was the vivid dreams when I started, which I actually quite liked. <laughs> so, but um, but they, I mean, they go after about, I think for me, probably maximum six months I had um, vivid dreams. But um, yeah, great. Oh. I, would hi- I would highly recommend it. If anyone's thinking about trying it, try it. It's definitely worth it. Well, that's the thing. Some people are very sceptical because LDN, is, you know, well, naltrexone is a drug. Yeah. And, you know, being low-dose naltrexone, it, it doesn't make it any less of a drug, just that it's a smaller amount that you're taking. But some people mm. with MS have tried so many different things and are so weary of trying anything else. Um mm. But listening to your story, I'm sure that, that that will help persuade people to give it a go. You know, LDN isn't a miracle cure um, and it doesn't suit everybody. But most people find benefits with it, you know, even That's if right. it is, yeah. you know, sleep or bladder or mood or, mm. or something. And yeah. the side effects are very minimal. And as you say, some people's side effects only last a week or two. It's worth giving it a go, and it, even if you have to pay for it, it's not expensive. No, so, I, I mean, unfortunately, I had to fight to get it because um, the NHS here wouldn't um, supply it at all. I wouldn't even uh, they wouldn't even prescribe it to start with. So I had to go buy a, an online um, prescription service, um, which Dixon's Chemist in um, Glasgow, um, but. Um, and then the doctor saw that it was actually doing me good. So she does prescribe it. I still have to pay for it. But it's £25 a month, which is not a major amount of money. No. So, and that includes the postage for them sending it to me. So, yes. yeah, I can't complain that. No, no. I mean, just imagine if you were a smoker. Um, I've got... Oh, I, exactly. I, I've never been a smoker, and I couldn't even tell you how much a packet of cigarettes are, but you'd probably spend that much in a week. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, I used to smoke years ago. Did you? No, definitely Mm. Yeah. Well, stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really nice talking to you, Liz, and thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. My pleasure. Well, thank you for talking. Um, nice talking to you too, and I hope it helps some people along the way. I hope great. so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, Linda, L I N D A, at L D N rt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.